Hello and welcome to Female Gaze, the film club, the podcast where we discuss films directed by female filmmakers and their cinematic point of view. I'm your host, Morgan. Today, we're doing something a little different. Uh, Instead of a full episode, I'm doing a quick mini-sode here uh, since it is the start of Women's History Month. To promise that it will be quick and you won't have to listen to me talk for an extended period of time. If you know me, uh, each year during Women's History Month, I undertake a project where I research and write about 31 women who made history or are making history. And if you can't tell after 10 episodes, I love talking about female filmmakers. At a young age, it became so evident to me that women were not getting to tell their own stories. We saw them in the independent film space. They got smaller budgets, they got smaller releases, but when it came to larger studios and bigger budget films, we weren't really seeing women get to tell their own stories. Each week on the show, I ask guests about their favorite female filmmakers working today, along with filmmakers they believe more people should know about. Uh, So today, I'm just gonna tell you a little bit about my favorite filmmaker of all time, Lynn Shelton. I talk about Lynn a lot. I've written several pieces for In Their Own League about her. And when I was able to join Louie and Gavin on their podcast, The Mixed Reviews, even though they gave me an amazing list of filmmakers, of subjects that we could talk about, I asked if we could talk about Lynn and her work. I was first introduced to Lynn uh, because of the Sundance Film Festival. Each year, Entertainment Weekly would put out an edition that covered as many films as their journalists could watch that premiered or screened at Sundance. And I remember each year I would pour over that edition just to see what films were there and to make a list of the ones that I wanted to see later on in the year when they were likely released. I saw her name mentioned several times over the years as she brought films to the festival, but it wasn't until 2012 that I watched my first Lynn Shelton film. I was at college and my college town used to have a used DVD store, a shout out to physical media. And that's where I stumbled upon her film, Your Sister, Sister. I recalled wanting to watch it after the film had a screening at that year's Sundance Film Festival. So with that, I blind bought the film, and the rest was history. To give a quick synopsis, not from IMDb, about the film, uh, the film centers on Jack, played by Mark Duplass. We find him a year after losing his brother, and still bereaved Jack's friend, Iris, played by Emily Blunt, encourages him to get away and offers her family's cabin. Iris, a friend, also secretly harbors feelings for Jack. Now, as Jack arrives at the cabin, he meets Iris's sister, Hannah, played by Rosemary DeWitt, who herself has gotten away following the end of her long-term relationship. After some drinks, the pair then sleep together, but the next morning, things get more complicated when Iris arrives. I remember the first time I watched the film, the feeling of magic throughout it. You know, these are not extraordinary people. 
They're not curing diseases or surviving natural disasters. I mean, they're not superheroes, they're people. And that is the most incredible part of the film. Lynn had such a way of making people in their seemingly mundane lives feel truly extraordinary. She saw the magic and purpose in all people. And to see a film with confused and heartbroken and resilient people made those bits of humanity that are largely labeled as shameful flaws, I saw those as more important elements woven into the fabric of my own existence. It was maybe also the first time I had seen women in a film be over the age of 23 and also be women who were flawed and complicated and confused. I think there's a misunderstanding in cinema that people, especially women, have to have their lives together by 25 and any hints of humanity, any hints of flaws, those are signs of weakness. And, and Lynn never saw that. She saw women at all stages of life trying to figure it out and just doing their best. They were imperfect and flawed and complicated and beautiful and completely deserving of love. Lynn once said, I'm not interested in flat characters that don't feel real. Probably my number one pet peeve is feeling like I'm looking at a character that is not based in reality a cardboard cutout facsimile, a Hollywood facsimile of what a real person is. I wanted to see people on the screen who resonate because they are recognizable as real, specific human beings, which means they've got to be flawed. Every single one of them has to be flawed in some way because that's what makes us human. We are all of us cracked vessels. That's a quote that I cribbed from somewhere and it stuck. That's the key to my whole body of work, really, and the challenge I love to take on is to make all my characters lovable and sympathetic in spite of or because of their flaws. This on physical media. Again, shout out. We love physical media. And I will continue to politely nudge whomever to ensure her entire filmography can be found on physical media. Her work is just too important to not have it preserved properly. And you know, even last year, when doing press for the Marvels, Nia DaCosta was asked by Letterboxd about films which influenced the Marvels, especially the pieces about sisterhood and female relationships, and she listed your sister's sister. And so I've done, for the past few years, and here I am today, spending Women's History Month talking about Lynn Shelton. Her work was truly special. There was no one like her. There likely will be no one who could ever attain that level of magic that she did, but we can hope that her influences continue to have the ripple effect that I have seen in filmmakers. And so I do implore you to watch her work. She had eight feature films, and she also had an illustrious career in television. Your favorite episodes of your favorite TV show were likely directed by Lynn Shelton. If you want to read my pieces about Lynn, I have linked those in the show notes. And so with that, I just want to leave you with a quick thank you for joining me for this quick mini-sode. Next week, we will be back with full episodes. Happy Women's History Month. 
I hope that you take the next 31 days and use them as an opportunity to watch films by women that you may not have watched before. Thank you for listening to Female Gaze, the film club. This episode was edited by me. I know, a Barbara Loden move. Intro and outro music was also performed by me with some help from GarageBand. Theme art is courtesy of Canva. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Or don't. You have free will. Until next time. <laughs>